Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, Fear of Pop, Volume 1, from 1998. 6 a.m., day after Christmas, I throw some clothes on in the dark. The smell of cold, car seat is freezing, the world is sleeping, I am on November 21st, 1997, the Chapel Hill, North Carolina band Ben Folds 5 released the single Brick. Their second album, Whatever and Ever Amen, was released on March 18th, 1997, and Brick was already the fourth single from the album, but it would be their first and only song to ever be a hit on mainstream radio. It peaked at number 19 on the Billboard Radio Songs chart, number 17 on the Billboard Mainstream Top 40, number 11 on the Billboard Adult Top 40 tracks, and all the way to number 6 on the Billboard Modern Rock tracks. It was an international hit as well, charting in Australia, the UK, and Canada. The trio, and yes, they are a trio despite being called Benfold's Five, sometimes described themselves as punk rock for sissies. Their live shows could be a mix of chaos and noise, but mixed with perfectly crafted pop songs filled with three-part harmonies. They stood out in a time of alternative rock with heavy guitars and they didn't have a guitarist. Just piano, bass, and drums. Here's Ben Fold's five drummer Darren Jesse in a 1995 promotional video. I think there's a lot of rules that, that rock and roll has put on bands right now, especially with indie rock and all that stuff really in, in the mainstream. And the fact that we don't have a guitar in the band, we can avoid some of those rules. They came around in a time when guitar bands like Pearl Jam, Smashing Pumpkins, and Alice in Chains were all the rage. Those types of bands were unavoidable in the mid-90s. And prior to Benfold's Five, bassist Robert Sledge played in a band called Lex Luthor alongside Sully Erna, who in 1995 would be the frontman and founder of Godsmack. Benfold's Five was formed in 1993, and they would release their self-titled debut album on August 8, 1995. Despite receiving overwhelmingly positive reviews, the album, nor any of its five singles, would chart in the U.S. The album led to a bidding war amongst major labels, and the band would eventually sign with Sony. The label gave them a surprising amount of freedom. They recorded their next album in a house in Chapel Hill. In a December 1997 interview with Uncut Magazine, Fold said the label didn't even get to hear the record until it was finished, saying, quote, they knew what they were getting into, end quote. Sony quickly pushed the record's first single, The Battle of Who Could Care Less. It would see some airplay on MTV and VH1. It didn't chart in the US, but it did go to number 26 on the UK singles chart. Rest, 
the band started making various TV appearances as well. Late Night with Conan O'Brien, The Jenny McCarthy Show, Space Goes Coast to Coast, The Late Show with David Letterman. Once the band officially hit the mainstream with Brick, they even performed on the January 10th, 1998 episode of Saturday Night Live, which was hosted by Samuel L. Jackson. We have a great show for you tonight. Ben Foles 5 is here. Thanks to the success of Brick, by the end of January 1998, Whatever and Ever Amen would hit its peak on the Billboard 200, hitting number 42, and it would also go platinum. So on the heels of a big hit single and a platinum record, what would be the next move for the band? Well, Ben Folds had an idea, and it didn't involve his bandmates. Here's Ben Folds from iTunes Originals in 2005. As soon as Brick was a hit, I knew I had temporary access to label money to record. And we had a month off, so I booked studio time, and I decided to write songs backwards, which was the way I, I find out now that's the way people write songs, but I thought it was some kind of idea that I'd had. You start to lay down tracks, and then the song comes to you later, and it's not really a song. Because I couldn't write songs for the album because the band would have gotten upset because I would have been using good songs for the album. Um, so, so it was about layers and, and, and stuff. To work on these songs, Folds would team up with Caleb Southern. Caleb Southern was the producer of both of the Ben Folds 5 albums. The band even referred to him as the fourth member of Ben Folds 5. This would be an experimental project. Ben Folds would write an open letter to fans on Frank Maynard's pseudo-official Ben Folds 5 website. In the letter, he says the project, quote, "...helped satisfy my need to express some things musically, textures, orchestrations, rhythms, things that don't naturally fall into the standard three-minute singer-song format." I love to paint sounds in an abstract way, discovering their effect after it's all put together. Once you've sold a million records, you've earned the right to experiment self-indulgently at the expense of your record company. I guess I haven't earned that right yet, but they let me do it anyway. And we all actually agree now that it wasn't a total waste of time. And if my opinion counts for anything, I think it's pretty good. It's a record I wanted to hear, and I felt like I had to make it so that I could. Everyone tells me that it's really good. Love, Ben. End quote. This project would end up being called Fear of Pop, and on November 17, 1998, Sony Records' 550 Music released Fear of Pop, Volume 1. Rock this bitch. Okay. The album begins with a song called Fear of Pop. It's the album's lone song in which Caleb Southern is a co-writer. Up next is Cops, and that's Cops with a K, by the way. It's mostly a six-minute-long instrumental song with some spoken word by Sony A&R man Ben Goldman, recording engineer Jay Goyne, along with a mystery person named Scott Edwards, and the three of them are the cops. The 
album's artwork was by UK artist David Bethel. The cover featured a silhouette of a man running from lasso-wielding cowboys on horseback. The back of the album showed a silhouette of a boy in a cowboy outfit sitting on a park bench. And then when you look closer, you may notice he appears to be holding his erect penis. The inner sleeve has an image depicting a woman being violently attacked on a TV screen in a city apartment. All of these images are from Bethel's piece entitled Just Your Average Second on This Planet from 1997 and 1998. And Fear of Pop isn't the only album using these images from Bethel. British electronica group Fluke used another image from Just Your Average Second on This Planet for a compilation album called Progressive History X in 2001. Alright, now I'm going to tell you guys about another podcast. You Are Worthy with Lil Mookie B is a podcast about empathy, therapy, positivity, and love, among others. Comedian, actor, and social media influencer Michael Mookie Blakelock, a.k.a. Lil Mookie B, began attending therapy just a few months ago. Instead of keeping the gifts of therapy to himself, he's decided to spread love and positivity through the world by sharing the message of therapy and making sure that people understand that they desperately need therapy too, so that they can be just like him and have empathy just like he does. Each episode, Mookie welcomes your favorite comedians and improvisers, other than him, of course, onto the podcast. As if that wasn't enough, he'll share with you what he learned in therapy that week, lead you through guided meditations and affirmations to help you through your boring everyday life, and he'll answer life advice questions from listeners whose lives are falling apart. Listen everywhere podcasts are listened to, and remember that you are worthy with Lil Mookie B. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the song In Love, Ben Folds had some lyrics that were intended to be spoken, and he had someone in mind to do that, William Shatner. Here's more from Ben Folds' iTunes Originals. Right before he showed up, I was reading the lyrics. I was like, oh my God, I wrote these when I was 18. These suck. So I wrote a complete other set of lyrics about um, you know, a, a really evil, womanizing bastard who has perfected all the New Age self-help book stuff so that he can seem sensitive. 
he could seem like a 90s sensitive guy and get the chicks just by talking the, the right language. And then he, you know, he nails them and, and moves on. <laughs> and uh, so that's what Chatner played. And the song is called In Love. Fear of Pop would make one televised appearance, and it may have actually been their only live appearance. They did this on Late Night with Conan O'Brien, and William Shatner joined them to perform In Love. And they even got a brief interview after the performance. I'm curious, there's a famous performance that you did of Rocket Man, which would have been in, what, what year was that? Was that 19... I don't remember, a long time ago. 77... Why even say it? <laughs> 77, definitely 77. Well, did, did, did that, is that where you did, did you see uh, did you see William Shatner do that? And did you see that tape at all, Ben? Is that what made you think? Uh, or no, this was something. No, I just got that in the mail recently. No, I've got uh, his old album, uh, Transform Man. Had it since I was a kid. That's right. That's right. He's got a wild story as how how he acquired the album. How did you get the album? Yard sale. <laughs> well, that's a corker. Uh, <laughs> summer skies I looked into your eyes and you looked into mine you said you're not like the rest and I nodded no one understands me you said and I nodded once again after a 21 second interlude is Avery M. Powers Memorial Beltway it featured husband and wife musical duo Fleming and John who've been frequent collaborators with Folds over the years. Fleming McWilliams handles some of the vocals here, and John Mark Painter is playing multiple instruments. He's kind of the unofficial third member of Fear of Pop, playing on multiple songs on the album and mixing several of the tracks. I Paid My Money was written about 10 years prior to this record. Fultz's original demo featured him singing over an all-black choir. Rubber Sled is a reference to Ben Folds 5 bassist Robert Sledge. And the Ben Folds 5 connection doesn't end there. The intro to the song features a sped-up version of Brick playing in the background. There's even a sample of Folds yelling Robert Sledge on the bass guitar at one point. And that's not the only time Folds would use Sledge's name in one of his projects. On Folds' first solo album, Rockin' the Suburbs, he name-drops Sledge on the song Not the Same. Here's Rubber Sled. Rubber 
Brute to This features vocals from Fold's then-girlfriend and future ex-wife, Frally Hines. Hines is Australian, and Root is Australian slang for sex. The album came and went pretty quickly, never charting, but it would see a vinyl reissue in 2019. SRC Vinyl released a tin-colored vinyl edition limited to 500 copies, as well as an orange vinyl edition limited to 1,000 copies. Over 20 years later, there's still never been a Fear of Pop Volume 2, but from this album, Folds formed a friendship with William Shatner. Shatner had Folds appear in some Priceline commercials with him, and in 2004, Ben Folds would produce an album called Has Been for then 73-year-old William Shatner. But that is for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Thaxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums.